Welcome back to Not Another Sneaker Podcast. That is uh, that is one Miss Lovely Leah Hanseth joining us in the podcast studio today. Uh, I'm Jake Willard, joined with Julianosis, of course. Leah, thanks for jumping in. Longtime supporter of the pod. You've heard her mentioned on here a, a bunch. A few before. times. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I'm actually, the shoes I'm wearing on feet today uh, were given to me by you. So shout oh, out yeah. to that. Yeah. Good birthday present from my girlfriend. This is, yeah, Leah's my girlfriend. I've mentioned her multiple times, but she's joining us in today and also special day because it's our last podcast with the Emerald Podcast Network. Last of season two. Last season two. The last with the Emerald. Uh, shout out to Ryan and the rest of our producers. Uh, y'all have been amazing to us. Yeah. Thank it's been, so a, been a lot of fun. Super excited. Or We have some cool things to talk about, as always, because there's a lot of shoes coming out. But nothing too crazy special planned. We're just going to have go out with a bang. Go out with a, a good solid pod. Leah joining in. Good surprise. Leah, of course, the most important question. What are you rocking on feet today, dude? Uh, so I am wearing Nike blazers, high tops, in this uh, nice gray colorway and there's a gum sole on them oh yeah they got a gum sole yeah i think that's like a wolf gray colorway i think that's what nike yeah, she calls like that some suede on it too yeah right. with the suede i remember we were at oh we bought my foot locker in the valley river center mall yeah i think so so that was a good time yeah i love blazers yeah you do so high tops you rocking them Thank you. Keep yeah, I, I like the high tops better too. Mm-hmm. So I, I do feel that. Mm-hmm. Jake's a low guy, apparently. He doesn't think he looks good in high tops. I, I, I think it's just like easier to wear a low, in my opinion. Like you don't have to style it as much. So that's why I that do that. I mean, you got to do a little bit more. You got to <laughs> bring a little bit more drip. Dude. Might be a lazy sneakerhead. Who's to say? <laughs> How about you? What are you rocking today, Jake? So yeah, I alluded to it. So I'm rocking. I've worn these before, but always got to break them out because they're classic. I'm wearing the uh, Anniversary Red Air Max 1. Uh, in that OG red color way. Always a classic. Leah got these for me for, I believe it was our anniversary. Yeah, so I was stoked on that. I think I got you a pair of shoes for your an- that anniversary you as well. You did. You got me Air Force Ones. And yeah. I got you Air Max. So, a couple goals? Maybe. Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, these got the 326 on the tongue for Air Max Day. I love these. I wear these a lot. So, Ju, what are you rocking, dude? I'm wearing some unknown Pumas to me. I actually don't even know the names of these. Um... I figured I'd wear them today because they kind of encapsulate what we talk about a lot, which is just like cheap ways to get shoes. You got these for the low. I got these for 15 bucks out of um, finish line. Brand new. Brand new because they were having their usual like end of uh, season sale. So they were like 60% off as is. And then I had like two other like coupons that stacked on for some reason. I don't Sick. know why they allowed that to happen. It was like a $140 shoe. Some nice like Puma runners, and that I never actually wore because I was terrified to get them like dirty because they're all white. They're all white, yeah. And they're filthy now, but I mean, I don't really care anymore <laughs> at this point. I mean, if you look around campus, like no one's wearing clean white shoes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Most especially here in Eugene, like it's you're just gonna get shoes dirty. Yeah, you're always walking or it's raining or whatever is going on, mm-hmm. and so it'd be that way. It really do, but. I'm happy I actually started wearing these because they're really comfortable and I, I like them a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that, I mean, even as we progress after graduating from college and get jobs and whatnot and have money to spend on sneakers, I mean, anytime you can come up on a good deal like that, like that's that's always going to be fun. And so, I mean, that's always going to be a message for this pod, uh, this series that we've done is selling and getting money for the low. Good deals, good steals. Anyway, we got some shoes coming out. We got to talk about, I mean... Jew, you said it, and I think this is very true. Some good stuff. Lots of good stuff. Yeah, it's like a 
quiet it, it's not even like a quiet week but it feels like the stuff that we've seen is like really good or just like not really noteworthy at all because I, it's just like general releases i feel but like, like we're good stuff is like yeah i also really feel like good. we're coming off a lull like we just had the release of the sakai collab like the blazers and the waffle uh, ldbs and those were definitely sought after and so uh the week after that we didn't really expect much but it's still a pretty good week i would say um and so we have leah she's gonna run through some of these shoes with us give her hot takes um, She'll tell us if and when she hates them because she's probably not going to like the same <laughs> stuff Jake and I like because we've kind of developed our weird little taste yeah. as sneakerheads. This is like a this on. is like a pure unbiased like hot take opinion right off the get go, no prior knowledge whatsoever. So these I think this would be good. Are you excited? Some prior knowledge or fashion <laughs> that you do. That is, that is true. That is true. So I think you'll be good. I'm excited. Julian, what's the first shoe, dude? So what? we're gonna start with like the easy like low-hanging fruit uh this this coming friday so the day you guys are listening to this all black yeezy static v2s are releasing i think it's probably the best yeezy as the v2 just period because i, I am, i'm a v1 type of guy i like their quote-unquote elephant print yeah i mean just all black they're just really nice and they're i don't know man i just really like these i'm gonna try and get them for the first time in like a year i'm trying to get yeezys <laughs> yeah and i don't is, know what do you what do you think about these this is wild to me just because like Literally, like I feel like all the v- early V2 Yeezys were literally this exact colorway, just with the SPL V350, like in a different color across the stripe. Like now the stripe's just translucent. That's literally the only difference. Yet for some reason, some people think these are better than the first run, which is crazy to me because it's exactly the same. I think it definitely is like a good collaborate. Like it's almost like the happy middle between the early V2s and V1s, like Pirate Black and everything. So I mean, they're sweet. I think a lot of people are gonna rock them. I'm not going to go for these just because I think I still like the earlier V2s better with the SPLV 350 on it. But yeah, these are sick. These are coming out. Leah, what do you think? I like this colorway compared to a lot of Yeezys that are kind of that, like the butter mm-hmm. and the zebra and those like lighter tones. I definitely prefer darker shoes. What do you think of Yeezys as a whole? Wouldn't wear them. I know you wouldn't wear them, but do you think they're fashionable? I guess so. <laughs> Are you a very delicate, I guess. So. Okay. Last question about Yeezy, though. Do you think Yeezy is dead? Yeezy himself? Ye- not Yeezy himself, not him. but Yeezy the no, hype. Not him. The hype of Yeezy's dead? Yes, you heard it, heard it here first. Oh, man. There it is. I'd say yes if this one wasn't releasing this weekend. This this one's, like, going to resell, like, for sure. Yeah. And if it doesn't, I'd be – there's got to be a lot of them selling if this one doesn't. It's going to be interesting to see everything after this one, too. Yeah, there's been a bunch of colorways that have been shown that I just don't care for. Yeah. I don't know, a lot of reflective stuff <laughs> and whatever. It, not yeah. not much that piques my interest, honestly. But So we got those coming out. Another shoe we got unveiled just recently. And for someone like there's a Jordan 3 head like me, I was I thought that these were pretty sweet. Jordan 3 Animal Pack is releasing uh, in fall 2019. Uh, we got first images. There's two shoes in the pack. There's one that's kind of just like an all black with more subtle animal print hinting. It's got, I think it's suede upper for the most part. And then there's the one pair that's uh, also got like snake skin where the elephant print is and then like cheetah or leopard print. I don't know, Leah, what what animal would you say that print is on that second one? That's clearly tiger. That's a tiger print? It's clearly tiger and snake skin. Yeah, she's definitely right. I don't know know what you're looking at. (laughs) I I don't don't know animals apparently. Just yep. elephants. The I, only thing I like about this shoe is the silhouette. I'm not a fan of animal print, and that's all I'm going to say about this. So hit yeah. it, you. Um, that, that's fair. I mean, animal prints are kind of, 
Yeah, they're hit or miss if you like them, you do. Um, I really like both of these a lot. Um, the the all black one, especially like the gum bottom and like the gold accents to it, are really nice. Mm-hmm. But it's not just an all black Jordan three because there's a million of those. Right. It has like horse hair on top, and I think that's really kind of yeah. Leah kind of cringed at that, but I don't know. It, it's like interesting because it's not just um, a leather or a suede. It's kind of just like mm-hmm. a different type of material, yeah. and it kind of like what we saw on the Jordan one, the Panda Jordan one that yeah. the woman got. And it kind of makes it stand out. And something like this probably would never retro after it. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's something to be said about mm-hmm. something like that. It'll come out probably once. And Although we, luck. we do look at the saf- all the Safari packs that have retroed. Like, that came out of nowhere, yeah. too. I think because of all the Safari stuff and, like, the Atmos mm-hmm. collabs in the past, that'll really drive these to sell. Because mm-hmm. if there weren't any of those, I don't think anybody would care. Yeah. They would probably kind of get the same impression that Leah had, where it's just like, oh, just animal print, whatever. Yeah. But I, I think like that Atmos kind of aura around shoes as a whole will kind of drive these. I mean, I really want them, so. Yeah. yeah, and I agree. I think the the all black with the gum sole is really cool, and gum soles are, are pretty sweet. Leah likes her gum soles. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got two pairs of Jordan fours. We got to talk about. This shoe has been interesting because I feel like it's had a very interesting past. So when back in the heyday, I mean, it was only like a year ago when the Travis Scott Jordan 4 was supposed to come out, there was also supposed to be a Raptors 4 with Drake version, like with his signature on the tongue and everything. And obviously they ended up releasing the Raptor 4s, but they took off the Drake signature because he was rumored to be leaving Jordan brand to go to Adidas. So they still released the shoe, but they took his signature off. But then now obviously he's not with adidas anymore because of some uh good drama that people shout really out love. to push T. <laughs> absolutely push T literally ruined uh, a potential collab right there so that was pretty funny but uh so now obviously the toronto raptors in the playoffs in the, in the nba in the finals, finals in the final playing the warriors and uh before game two nike surprise dropped the drake version this was kind of weird because again this shoe came out last year already and then they just kind of released it. There was no notice or mm-hmm. anything like that. If you were just looking on Sneakers app at the right time, uh, you kind of just saw them, the Drake the signature on. That's the only difference. So it's it's going to be interesting to see when people get these in hand if they're going to like actually ha- have more value than the other pair because that's the only difference. But, I mean, it's just the Vince Carter uh, era Jordan 4, which I th- I think it's really nice. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's nothing crazy. It's, it's, it's just cool. Yeah. Um, the Drake thing is really dope, though. And they do need to make more OVO Jordans, which sure. they haven't in, like, four years. Uh, yeah, I'm curious if that's going to come back. I mean, mostly because they thought he was leaving. But, I mean, now that he's kind of back, I'm guessing. So, we'll see. Remember all those, like, Kentucky colorways? that yeah. were Those need to release. They were, like, all blue and gold and, like, all white. Mm-hmm. And, oh, those were really, really nice. Yeah, super sick stuff. Leah, you're rooting for the Raptors. I am. I like an underdog. <laughs> I like to hear. How do you feel about Drake... Uh, and his kind of shoe, Raptor shoe. How do you feel about these? I mean, I'm seeing a lot of bright colors coming out recently. I think because it's spring, summer. Spring, summer, I yeah. guess. Uh, reminds me of like an 80s vibe, but. Which right. is when the Raptors were, or like early 90s. So like Raptors kind of became a thing. And that, those are yeah. the colors when they became a team. So that kind of makes yeah, sense. It's got that retro vibe. I like the textures here. What material is that? Suede. I think it's a suede. Yeah, yeah it looks just, like a suede, a suede upper. So pretty suede upper, and then like the uh, the red on the top is like plastic, mm-hmm. like a so hard silicone or something like that. 
So those are pretty sweet. Uh, another Jordan 4 we got to touch on. And this obviously isn't coming out until like next year. But we finally got like a leak of it, early like renderings of what it could look like. But uh, kind of after, I guess you could say the success. I don't know what Jordan Brand characterizes success, as success with the shoe. But after the Tinker Jordan 3 Air Max 1 kind of crossover, we saw they're going to bring it back. But this time it's going to be on a Jordan 4. Uh, and so they're crossing over the Jordan 4 with the Air Max 95. And so it's kind of like the Jordan 4, they're not making any changes. They're just putting an Air Max 95 inspired colorway on it. It's got Nike Air on the back. Um, we saw initial images of those. Kind of cool stuff. How are we feeling about this? Do we think that this Tinker Air Max Jordan collab uh, is here to stay? I think this will probably be like the last one, honestly. I mean, we're getting the uh, the Tinker 3s, right, for mm-hmm. uh, Black Friday. <laughs> right. The uh, the black cements that everybody thought was going to be sick and wasn't. But I, I do like this. I, I like uh, Nike's idea of kind of mixing an old colorway with um, and a, still an older shoe, but like two popular things. Like that's obviously the iconic colorway of the uh, the Air Max 97. 95. 95. Yeah. 97 is, yeah. Silver bullet. Yeah, silver bullet and the gold rush. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is obviously the iconic colorway, uh, especially with all like the the gradient of like grays as it goes right. down. Um, I love that shoe only in that colorway. I think like yeah. that colorway is the only reason I'd ever buy the ninety five. But I do like this. This um, I don't know if you were around in the sneaker thing at the time. There was a, a Jordan four that came out. It was called the Green Glow. Yeah, I heard um, about those. This kind of reminds me of that, but just an upgraded version. Yeah. I mean, that was a really nice shoe. I remember my buddy Johnny uh, got those. Shout out to to Johnny Sun Gaming. <laughs> um, but these kind of remind me of those, but just like better. Yeah, and like that's what all I saw on social media. It's like most people were saying either just retro the ninety five because they like that better, or this is just this just looks like the green glow, green glow, and it's just uh, a little different. Um, and obviously, social media kind of that's where you get a good kind of taste a little bit of how people are feeling about things when they announce it, but. Uh, I mean, these are cool. I definitely won't go for them, but uh, the, I think it's an interesting concept that Jordan Brand keeps trying to push forward. Um, we'll see what happens. Leah's giving me the uh, the no go symbol uh, signal. So you don't like these? Uh, I like fours, all right, but I don't like ninety fives, and I, it's fine. I wouldn't go for it. Yeah, but how do you feel, Leah? How do you feel about this kind of Air Max to Jordan Tinker celebration collab that they've got going? I kind of agree with Jude that I think it'll be short-lived. I don't know that they can continue doing it for that long and maintain the hype. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because I feel like there wasn't too like there was like they tried to make hype around the the Jordan Three Air Max One. Obviously, it didn't sell out, and maybe that was on purpose. Maybe they wanted it to be widely available. It did go on sale. I don't regret getting it when I got it. I still love it and I wear it a lot. But yeah, definitely with the uh, it going on sale and not selling out. Obviously, in sneakerhead world, most people think that that's a failure, but who's to say? I don't know, but we'll be we'll be interesting to see what happens after that. Uh, something else that we have talked about outside of here, uh, we talked about this with uh, our buddy Nick, the Adidas Ultra Boost 2019, but the Buzz Lightyear version. Right. And uh, there's not really much here. I mean, it's it's uh, the new Ultra Boost, so it's kind of like an updated. It's like really modern looking compared to the um, original, and just like a celebration of the new Toy Story coming out, which is interesting, and I and I kind of like when they always um, do collabs with new movies or new shows or stuff like that. Adidas is usually one to do it too, so just Adidas doing another Adidas move. How do you yeah. feel about these? I mean, like to be honest, when I think of Toy Story collabs, I always am going to think of the Vans collab. Yeah, because those are really nice. So good. 
like I had I got my hands on the uh, the Woody pair and Nick Heimberg. Nick, uh, Nick got the Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, the Buzz Lightyear. We took some pictures of it, but uh, that was such a good collab. So well done. Um, this one, I mean, it's all right. The I don't colors know. are there. The colors are definitely there, but it's just like kind of it. it's kind of like the, with the Game of Thrones pack. Like most of the shoes in that Game of Thrones pack, Ultra Boost pack, like. If you literally just looked at the shoe, uh, like on its own, you'd have no you idea. You would never know. Yeah, and same with this one. Like you would never know it was a Toy Story collab except for the logo on the tongue. And so I mean, that's where it's like, I don't know. That's where it kind of loses me a little bit. I don't know, but I mean, it's good for. I mean, Adidas has literally been doing all these collabs, and like they've been good. Like they've been high quality collabs. Like they did Game of Thrones, they did Avengers, and then now they're doing Toy Story. Like those are, th- if you look at it, like pop culture right now, those are probably three of the biggest like things in pop culture right now um and yet they're still not seeing success with it which is kind of crazy to me so i don't know i mean good for them for getting another high quality collab but uh it's just not doing it for me on this execution one. has to be a little bit better 100 um, percent. it really has to make you see the shoe and like kind of associate it mm-hmm. right, right away and i think that's where nike has done such a good job lately i mean we we talked about a, a little bit last week the Kyrie SpongeBob's right. that we saw. I mean, they don't. It's not the nicest looking shoe, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's a yellow sponge looking thing with it's like the, with like the brown holes. Like it's very obviously SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. And so if you saw it, somebody would probably think, "Oh, look at that SpongeBob looking shoe." Would be like, "Yeah, you're right, it is." Yeah. <laughs> and so they, you kind of need to have that like association be there, and you know whether it means they offer a little bit more money to like a designer at nike and and get them over or just i don't know i really don't know yeah it was it's really hard to tell i mean it's just this is a trend that we keep seeing i mean nike's doing something right and even like last year when they did their uh dragon ball z like pack i mean for them to not quite capitalize on like because I'm sure you've seen it. Like, there's this really big, like, hype beast culture around Dragon Absol- Ball Z. Absolutely. I mean, people kind of make, like, art around it and um, just a lot of stuff. Like, they'll do, like, Goku wearing Supreme mm-hmm. and, like, make it a wallpaper. And it's like, why? But because people think it's dope. And so they made, like, a collab with Dragon Ball Z and it just wasn't that good. It was, like, kind of their, like, B grade shoes. Right. And another, like, opportunity wasted. And I, I think, know. I mean, if you look at it, I. In my opinion, I feel like the big thing about that is, like, when you look at Nike or you look at Vans, like, they're willing to, like, make big, like, stylistic changes to their classic silhouettes in order to make something work. And I feel like that's where Adidas is really hasn't has dropped the ball. Like, they literally just give you a colorway, and they don't make any kind of big changes, or if they do, they're very minuscule, and it's not obvious. Like, even with that Dragon Ball Z pack, it's, like, there wasn't any... They just gave them silhouettes, and they tried to make colorways out of it, like... So that's where, like, that's where I think a little bit gets lost, um, is that they just give a colorway and there's no real indication. So I don't know if it's just Adidas having too much of a stronghold on their silhouettes, or maybe Nike having Nike and Vans having more freedom to go with it. But I mean, that's something I've noticed at least if we're going to talk about this. But yeah, it's it's super interesting to me, and I don't really know what to make of it. But I mean, if Adidas is just going to kill collabs, like if they're not going to keep if they're going to keep doing collabs and not executing on them, they're going to kill collabs for everyone almost. Yeah, but. I mean, collabs in the sense of not a designer. Yeah, Because you, you do have to preface it with that. Because obviously, if Adidas does a Bape collab, mm-hmm. it's always going to do well. Right. Or if they do... Or it doesn't, because they did that, and it didn't do as well, well as they it hoped. Did, I mean, it did well, but yeah, I think like there wasn't really much of an after effect mm-hmm. to it. I mean, it all sold out. All that Adidas football stuff sold out, but yeah. like nobody really cared like after the fact. 
big I'm, packs. I'm sure you could probably like find like those cleats for like relatively cheap. Probably. And I I don't know if that's like a marketing thing or I don't know what because Bape doesn't really need to like yeah. it sells itself. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's an Adidas thing. Maybe just people are kind of like off that for now. That's fair. They're really I mean, trying to take a few year break. Yeah. Maybe before we get too sidetracked. Any thoughts on this, Julia? This Toy Story Ultra Boost? I agree. It, m- it may be too subtle for the collab, but um, they do stick to their original silhouette, and people might buy that for that reason. How do you feel? What's one of your favorite collabs you think you've seen in, in a while? I'm curious. I'm just giving for, you a, just for like anything. Anything. I'm giving you a big question right now. I want to hear your opinion. Anything come to mind? No. Nothing? No, I think collabs are not the future. Mmm. Hot take right there. I do like that. Yeah, that's a good take. I do. Yeah, I I kind of I kind of agree because um, you're gonna run out of people to like do stuff with eventually, or people are just not gonna care because there's mm-hmm. gonna be another one of something else they care more about. Yeah, and I feel like I mean if we're talking like sneaker, just like in general, I feel like the best things that we see are like innovations and changes to new like new silhouettes and new designs. Like if you look at Nike, it's like. They they made React and then it blew up and then now they're putting it in everything and people are loving it, um, and like that was a new innovation. Adidas and same thing with Boost. Yeah, when Boost was first created, yeah, it blew up and then they put it in they everything. They put it in everything. Yeah, and sometimes it wasn't good, but Nike hasn't gotten to that point yet. So hopefully they learn from Adidas's mistakes. No, they will. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Spoken like a true Nike loyalist. <laughs> there is a little Nike bias here, but a little bit. But I mean, it comes with its merit because again, they've kind of just done stuff at least from the outside it's like mm-hmm. right when they make a bad shoe yeah it's like it happens and they kind of like they forget about it too mm-hmm. and they like throw it to the outlets as soon as they can and then like you just never see it again yeah sweep it under the rug if you can yeah sometimes like adidas will like linger on something bad for a while mm-hmm. like they they did the um the alpha bounce like two mm-hmm. and it was just terrible and then they like put out like 10 colorways of it yeah and no one bought it and then all went to outlets so it's interesting to see. I feel like Nike just won me over early, and that was a big thing. Um, I feel like same with like people who like Adidas more. Like they got won over by Adidas real early, so it varies. Can I say what I like in a shoe? Yeah, Absolutely. please do. What do you like in a shoe? Practicality and comfortability, because I am an old woman, <laughs> and that is where Adidas did not get me. I had a pair of Stan Smiths, and they were not as comfortable as, say, Air Force Ones, mm. if you just go basic sneakers. And that's my hot take on shoe brands and what I'm looking for. So, so why do you think like Stan Smiths became so popular for that like two year stint that they kind of did? Like our sophomore and junior years, mm-hmm. they kind of got like really big. They're clean. Yeah. They're basic. They're kind of cheap. Like I think kind of they don't sell out. They're not too terribly expensive when it comes to the sneaker. They got a little bit of style to it. I think yeah. that was a trend for a while, too, just kind of simpler, smaller sneakers. And obviously, we're seeing that big change right now into chunkier. Mm-hmm. Like, Fila's are, like, all the rage right now because they're still, a, like, a clean, simple-ish sneaker. But with that, but like... It's, like, the big, like, dad kind of yes, shoe. Mm-hmm. And that vibe. retro style, too. I think retro style is super in right now. And that's why we've seen the resurgence of, like, Fila and Reebok yeah. um, and other brands like that. I never thought I'd see Fila make a comeback. No. I didn't either. No one did. I, I didn't want it to happen. But it's still kind of sick, and they're actually doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, and, and like Fila's kind of taking advantage, too. They're just like, oh, you guys want this old nonsense? Okay, here you go. Take yeah. it Same thing with, like, Champion, too. I mean, right. Champion put out, like, shoes this year, and they were just, like, big, clunky high tops with a big old Champion logo on the side. I don't even know what the name of them was. I saw somebody wearing them, and I was like, 
people bought that? But, but people did because, like, if you were a champion, it seems cool right now, even though, like, four years ago it was in Walmart. <laughs> and it really was. Like, you could go buy champion, like, these same hoodies that are, like, 60 bucks now for, like, 20 at Walmart. It's, like, crazy. Yeah, it is super wild. And I, I don't know. Maybe a lot of that is this retro vibe that's going around. Thrift culture maybe probably helped with that a little bit because thrift culture really has kind of become a big thing, too. YouTube, I think a lot of it stems from YouTube, if you think about it. Like, people who have YouTube channels People's, for like, vlogs go into thrift shops. Yeah. And, and then, like, Macklemore. Oh, like, yeah. As much, I don't want to give him credit for a lot of culture stuff, because I just don't think he has that much influence. But I think that song did. Oh, yeah. And um, it kind of normalized just thrifting. And then normalizing thrifting kind of normalized, like, wearing just old, like, raggedy stuff, but, like, r- like mm-hmm. upcycling it, kind of. Yeah. And then, like, you know, Depop and stuff like that's kind of come from that so it's kind of been like a snowball effect from mm-hmm. one cultural phenomenon to another yeah and i think with like sean Watherspoon too when he got his 97 one and he kind of became like a fixture I mean, he already was pretty big in sneakers before that but like he became relevant to the people who didn't even know about him after that and he's become a fixture ever since um and his round two store kind of the same thing there like when people learned about that then round two is like the, the like the pinnacle it's absolutely it's like the stuff that you would find in your grandpa's like bins because he, like, bought it when he went to a Niners game in, like, the 80s. Doesn't want to wear it. But, like, at round two, it's, like, $70. Yeah, easy. And, I mean, people pay for it because it, it is, like, cool stuff. But, I mean, again, it's all about, like, the hype kind of around it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just putting, like, the round two, like, logo or that stuff on it, people people eat that up. Absolutely. So, it's, it's pretty cool uh, uh, just to watch this all happen and see it unfold. Um, and I think it's just like, yeah, this is a sneaker podcast, but it's like, I feel like it's a little bit of that, like cultural podcast and like, like all that encompasses that and everything. And it's like, we got to talk about it. You can't not talk about it, like that thrifting and that all that like, Supreme and all that stuff. Supreme was a big factor in that as well. Obviously it's kind of dying out as we've talked about, not completely, but like hype around it isn't there what it used to be. But I mean, this, that kind of cultural stuff too, super big, big factors as well. Yeah. And kind of on the same like culture uh, tale is that uh, I was just showing you right right before we started. Um, there was the the cause Uniqlo like clothes collab today, and it was just T-shirts. It was like really nothing crazy, but like just like the cause, uh, like caricatures that he's created just on T-shirts. And in China, there was like stampedes in these stores, and like people fighting over like running in right as they open to try and and get to um to these shirts. And we we've kind of seen that in in the U.S. a little bit when uh obviously like when Concords came out like eight years ago now who that that's a long time ago I don't like thinking of that but I mean people died back then people actually got like trampled and this is like on New Year's Eve or like Christmas Eve or something like that and you would see these these big releases of sneakers just kind of become like actual cultural phenomenons and to see like T-shirts are kind of doing that in China that's obviously like culturally significant because. I mean, you can't, like, be injuring people and, like, doing stuff like that just to try and get a $15 t-shirt. Yeah, that's rough. Probably most people are just trying to resell, too, which is kind of but, like, crazy, you, too. Even, you're not even going to resell them for that much. Because, again, it's, like, $15 shirts that are selling worldwide. That's true, yeah. Like, I don't know how much you expect to get off that. Maybe, like, 45 bucks, and, like, that's a nice little flip, but... Not worth trampling people. It's just not worth a lot. Yeah. So, I don't know. People are crazy. It was also funny. I was reading about this the other day. I think I think I heard this from Jock Slade. Actually, now that I think about it, Vineyard Vines did a Target collection, and people actually like lined up at Target 
for this kind of stuff. Well, Vineyard Vines is a big. Oh yeah, it is. they're a big deal, especially like back where like I'm again from Florida, so like out in that southern kind of region, that eastern southern, where where like quote unquote frat culture kind of lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vineyard Vines is like really big. That's probably like the biggest brand. Honestly, I would say so. And like even like me at my high school and in the Bay Area, like I saw it a lot. Like it was definitely a, a, like a aesthetic and a style, and like that became like the face before like brands like Chubby's started becoming more into the mix and uh, other brands like that. So yeah, they definitely were trendsetters. So them collabing with Target, I mean that's kind of cool because they're just getting more more exposure. People who normally wouldn't be able to find them in stores can. Well, I mean, and if you don't have like the means to go buy like a Vineyard Vines polo, mm-hmm. you're not going to go into a Vineyard Vines store. Right. But if you, I mean, a lot of people go to Target. Yeah. You're just going to go to Target because, you, you know, you need groceries or you need to get like a, a desk or something. I don't know. <laughs> and you're just going to go. And so like you see Vineyard Vines, you don't, you might not think twice about it, but like mm-hmm. you might buy it because you might think it like looks good or something like that. I don't know. How do you feel about Vineyard Vines and Target? Yes. You support it? Yeah. Like you said, kind of bringing that kind of culture into maybe uh, lower SES kind of mm-hmm. living. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Would you buy it? No. No? It's not a thing where I come from. Sorry, Will. <laughs> Klamath Falls, Oregon? Shout out Klamath Falls. Shout out. <laughs> See, I, w- I wouldn't buy it either, but um, I, I do understand like the, the kind of like idea and like culture behind it. It, it, it makes sense, but... Not me. Yeah. Not me, Chief. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't either, but it's it's still pretty cool. And especially if it's at a cheaper price point. What, what's a what's a brand you'd want to see like come to Walmart? Anything. Supreme. Any brand you want. Supreme. Supreme. Supreme to Walmart. Walmart would get shut down. <laughs> Walmart would go on fire. Somebody would, would like light that place on fire with like a Supreme lighter and that would just be <laughs> bad. It'd be wild. It'd be awesome. That's a good one. I like it. Oh, I, I'd, I'd want like Kith. Kith would be sick. Because... Well, they're doing a Tommy Hilfiger collab now, which is kind of sick. Yeah, and I mean, he's always doing like his Coke uh, collabs and his Tommy Hilfiger stuff. And I mean, Kiff stuff's like expensive. Mm-hmm. I kind of like forgot that <laughs> that it's like really expensive stuff. I tried to get the uh, the Coke shorts, mm-hmm. and it was like seventy five bucks. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> never mind on that. But I would like to see a brand kind of like that that's really big in like this this sneakerhead and like hype beast culture, but not really like a name, like a household name, kind of maybe become one by going into a, a store with accessibility. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I can't even think of any off the top of my head, but I think Kith would be a good one. It'd be fun. Supreme and Walmart, I, I could sign that one big time. Well, big, big time. Do like, and if we get into Walmart, we got to do something stupid. Like Supreme, just gift cards to like Red Lobster. <laughs> That's all it is. There's no difference. Absolutely. I, you need like, oh, I'm trying to think, what's something you'd get at Walmart that you wouldn't get anywhere else? I can't even think of it. But like Supreme, just throw a Supreme logo on that box logo like shorts or something i don't know like some like like sam's cola but I, like instead of like the, it's it has like a red uh, Ooh, yeah, outside too right. so you just put, you literally just put supreme like sam's supreme cola yeah oh that's fire that'd be crazy that's oh, fire <laughs> i mean like this started to make me think like also like with stranger things the show coming out i know that nike is doing a little gear collab with them but also, like, Coca-Cola. Yeah, I thought you were going to talk about New Coke. I'm about that. You soda connoisseur over there. I am. Can we have a soda podcast? <laughs> might be the spinoff. We, might we, can, do spin-off. A, we can do a little offshoot. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. But, but yes. Nike's doing a Stranger Things club. So Nike's doing, as far as we know, it's only gear right now. But as we, as Leah pointed out to me, the show was set in, like, 1985. Yes. That's the year that Jordan Cortez. 1. also the year that Jordan 1 came out. Please, <laughs> Stranger Things Jordan One. That'd be pretty. That'd be really cool, actually. But it's just cool to see like around that show what they're kind of doing. 
and just we're talking about collabs yeah stuff, with the time period yeah it's all period pieces and stuff we don't know what the gear is going to look like yet but uh that's exciting it's going to release around the release of the show so lots of cool stuff to come very cool stuff. yeah absolutely so yeah guys it's over the last one with the emerald podcast network it's crazy it's crazy it's been a lot of fun it's been a wild ride uh coordinating with julian and, and ryan and all the different uh podcast editors uh just getting this going it's been a lot of fun been a wild ride i want to shout out all of our supporters along the way too of course our, all of our parents shout out to, to my mom vicky very loyal uh, engager on on social media always liking our stuff and retweeting uh love you mom thanks for that uh and dad listens too thank you tom dad you're awesome uh and thank you both for getting me shoes when i was young and uh helping me kind of start this and, and make it good yeah, and and shout out to uh to Bobbio for always uh driving me to those conventions that he didn't want to. Except he he eventually did want to. And I th- and I think that's pretty cool. And he'll he'll now text me. He'll ask people that he works with that if he can take a picture of their shoes and send them to me so I can a- tell him what kind of shoes they are. And he'll do that all the time. And I think that's pretty cool. And go- it goes to say a lot cuz um before I got into sneakers, my dad was pretty much only wearing Monarchs. <laughs> and uh, so so we've obviously come a long way from that. So he started the Monarch trend is what you're saying. He, Bobby O started the Monarch trend, absolutely. Him and JC Penny collab, uh, <laughs> they started the Monarch trend. Absolutely. So shout out to them. And just everybody who's listened, just that even like once, like means a lot to us. And obviously you're just listening to us kind of babble. But yeah. we, we, we enjoy doing it. So Yeah, it's so much fun. It's funny that... Uh, that Bobby O does that because Leah does that with me all the time. I seriously, um, throughout college, I have probably a hundred or more sneaker photos on my phone from sending to Jake to have him identify them for me. So are, are they just random people? Random people do you on ask campus? Or no, uh, no I, I didn't just make sense. no. So incognito mode, she does sneak attack. Probably, if you wear sneakers on the UL campus, have a picture. <laughs> Pretty cool, but it's been fun. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram. Not another sneaker. Uh, Jake and I do plan on doing some more stuff. Just it won't be with the Emerald Network mm-hmm. anymore. So we're gonna we're gonna plan some stuff. We'll figure out how we're gonna do that. Yeah. We don't really know yet. We will announce on social. Uh, so that's where you want to follow. Yeah. So just uh, just keep updated with that, and we'll catch you on release day. See you later, Leah. Thanks for jumping in. Thank you for having me. Peace.